kind of uh, important thing for me as a physician and as a spiritual seeker to understand what they were talking about. You know, uh, as a physician, I cannot revive somebody who is gone. You know, and there were experiments where a physician was studying what is after death, what kind of science is, and all that. You know. Uh, the yoga systems and uh, other uh, ancient systems, they say it is your inner awareness that continues as energy and then you mm -hmm. go and assume another life form. See, we used to assume treating the grief was like a long process. People have to overcome with time and all that, you know. Uh, then examination revealed that was not the case. If you leave people to suffer grief reaction, they suffer some damage to the physical brain also. Because, you know, sudden death, uh, unexpected death, somebody dying in accident, somebody dying of a, a very uh, bad illness suddenly, all those things are very hard on the people who are loving this person to take, you know, especially they are depending on them psychologically, economically, physically, and all that, right? So, uh, right. I had to examine it as a physician and also I have to um, understand the existential issues of who am I, where I'm come from, where I'm going, what is death, all those things were very interesting to me. I kind of pursued them, right? Then uh, they said something like a, the energy in you never dies, never gets, I believe that. Yeah, never gets burned. And that was very useful for me. I have something personal happened to me, Barry. My, uh, I'm the last child in my family. We are seven kids, right? Um, but there are 16 years between me and my sister, you know, uh, whom I communicate with. She is now 79. Um, mm. But what happened to her was she had a daughter of 50 years, you know. She was aged 50 years. She had a heart attack and died suddenly. You know, uh, so that was very difficult for her to handle. And also that daughter has a, another daughter. So the, my sister, the granddaughter, both were devastated because she died in, in the granddaughter's arms, the lady, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, she saw her frothing around. She had acute pulmonary edema. I know what was the reason and all that. Uh, she unexpectedly died and they were devastated. I'm kind of attached to my sister because she's like a second mom to me because of her age difference. She brought me up, right. you know, my mom has so many kids at the time. So she brought me up basically. So we always maintained that bond, you know. So I was looking after her psychological, her mental health and her own kids uh, may have some problems with her, but I'm the one who is always talking to her, resolving those things and giving her encouragement and all that, right? So she was very happy with that. Because I have that emotional intimacy with her, like a mother and son, uh, I was able to reach her very quickly. So the, I was at a Wisconsin hospital, having going through a major interview for a big position there. And so I had an interview from morning seven to evening, and then I came home and I was uh, kind of resting at 10.30 night, and then they called me. And she was really devastated when she came to know about that because she wasn't expecting that at all. Uh, so I was able to calm her down and then I worked with her next few days. And also that girl too, both of them, right? Uh, then with my counseling, with my insights into what I understood from the uh, ancient wisdom, it's nothing like a pep talk or anything. It's just uh, facts and then talking about it. 
freely revealed them and then they were able to bounce back very quickly rather than what people expect you know it's not that they don't love the girl they don't have miss her is there but they didn't go through that kind of uh, intense uh, uh, sadness intense uh, depression and all that they did not go through that you know that was because i presented death maybe a beginning of the next and then their energy never go and i quoted a, a book by leo buscalia is called freddy the leaf where they mm-hmm. present that freddy leaf taking birth on the uh, on the tree and comes up and then he looks around he's very happy with the sunshine and everything and he was talking to the next uh, leaf which is a middle aged and then he sees a ripe leaf falling from the top they say what is happening there they say, oh, he is dying what is raving we all die we will i will be i'm like you once again and then i'm like here then i'll be like him and i'll fall down and you'll die this guy freddy gets very depressed about that then the middle aged person says don't worry that ripe leaf goes and becomes the uh, you know a uh, seed for the next the one the soil for the next yeah yeah you know we usually treat that all the time right so that means the life even the grass if you look at it it goes down completely in the winter but the seed is there and it comes up so right. in ancient wisdom they described as a, a beech or karana that means in sanskrit uh, like a seed you know so we know about that and then they have this karma theory they have this reincarnation and all that uh, but all those theories give these people immense solace they say oh then his time is over that's why he left and then if somebody dies they don't uh, really uh, cry that much if they are old and they lived a good life and then they pass away you know it is only the i think i, I think it brings i think it brings solace to many yeah. i think that there are some people who can't imagine the life yeah. without seeing the person again yeah. i have an older client who says you know together for 60 some odd years it's mm. just yeah the never being able to talk to them again that yeah. is devastating yeah now he's he's sleeping better his appetite is back mm. but he's still feels um, yeah tears are coming easily and yeah. i think it is still the unbelievable like even though yeah we can't imagine signs yeah. even though he is able to create memories in the house that yeah. hello barry oh i went <laughs> it's very early on yeah. in, in in this fresh grief but i think there's something so final like even even when you get down the road i lost my mother in 1993 so yeah. for me it's really very far in my rearview window mm-hmm. but in my work with people that are in very very fresh grief as much as i can tell them to ask for signs mm-hmm. and as much as i can discuss those very inspiring ways if that you see the world and new beginnings and that the soul lives on and the spirit lives on and they can communicate with you yeah i think that there aren't as many of us as you'd imagine you know <laughs> what i tell them is a practical very say what do you like about your past loved one what are the traits that you have seen celebrate them that's one thing other thing is if you are missing them 
uh, adopt those ways that they were doing very well and thereby in your life you can make him live again that people like because they want to pick up the good traits or good habits good memories that the lord one left and they want to make it happen in their life you know like for example my father and mother they were very generous people you know they were always giving things away to people and then genuine love and all that too so when we put a plank for them in the temple because they let you do it if you donate some money for the temple or something we put a uh, thanks for my parents for their love and generosity so i want to remember their heartfulness their unconditional love and also their charitable nature to giving away things to a lot of people and all that you know that was very inspiring to us and to my children too you know so that kind of really identifying what was noble about them or what was good about them what was humorous about them and then live them thereby you make them live in your life a little bit i totally agree i'm all about the stories and keeping their memory alive yeah. and finding new ways of honoring them yeah. that can bring them forward i mean my children never knew my mother and mm. i have always called her Gra grandma ellen yeah and i think that's you know pretty incredible that i use opportunities to tell them stories and yeah. call her grandma even though she was never a grandmother yeah. because to me it's how i keep her alive for my children yeah definitely grandma mm. grandma ellen's favorite yeah grandma loved this this yeah. is where she loved to go yeah um we do a sponge bath before bed when they were babies i would say this is a grandma ellen bath you know, you know i just think Something, we don't need to be silent yeah. in order to move forward. We exactly. need to be very vocal and we need to be witnessed. You know, something um, came in, up to my mind. Stories. Something came up to my mind, Barry. I think you like it. Um, I was, uh, I didn't know my father because he was, uh, he died and I was one and a half, two years old. So I don't remember him at all, you know. Wow. But, you know, his reputation was so much because I said he was a very generous person, right? As I was growing up, eight or so, my mom used to take me around to nearby cities because she used to get this invitation for weddings and all that because they have a big circle. So she used to go take me around the cities and the glowing way they talked about my father was very impressive on me, you know, even though I didn't know him. And then I, saw, I have his, uh, uh, his uh, graduation, high school graduation book. Uh, in that his uh, uh, tally of marks are there. In mathematics, he got 100 out of 100, you know? Mm. I was very impressed by that. And then I wanted to get that too. You know what? I did get them in composite mathematics, which is very, very tough, but I put my mind to it and maybe I have the genes from him or whatever, uh, but I scored 100 out of several tests uh, uh, in my career. So I was very proud of that. <laughs> and, yeah. The other thing I will finish with, uh, one thing I will tell you about the uh, ancients, they talked about our body being gross, micro, and uh, seed, right? And they said the gross will go away, but the micro body, which is thoughts and habits and uh, traditions we carry in our mind, and the genes and everything will be carried to the next life. They believed that, and then they reacted according to the uh, things that they have done so that they won't be 
really uh, not paying off uh, anything. You know, that was an important, interesting uh, um, perspective they have. Okay. I, I, I agree. I, I think whatever brings you solace. Yeah. Is is the best is yeah. what you can believe yeah. and what works for you. I think that is the best. What was the Sanskrit word that you said is it's called? Sanskrit is uh, uh, stula sukshma karana sedira. Beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing, Doctor Rao. I think I believe in a lot of the same things as as you and yeah. the older I get the more yeah. I seek how the veil is very thin and mm -hmm. that the people remain with us as yeah. long as we believe yeah thank you thank you so nice to meet you thank you for joining um, I'm Barry Leonard Grant this is wisdom uh, the memory circle lives here